Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. I didn't expect to find you in this coach. I didn't expect 
that you're fortunate meeting with you and Toto, my friend. Well, this I do not understand, Governor. A masked man and an Indian? Monsieur Lamont, the masked man and Indian are well known to me, as well as to official Washington. They help to keep law and order in the West. My friend, meet Monsieur Lamont, special emissary from Napoleon III to the court of Emperor Maximilian of Mexico. I'm honored to meet you, Monsieur Lamont. I, too, am honored, Monsieur, to meet one whom the governor of Texas calls his friend. A driver have shoulder wound, Kim Sabi. Him not be able to drive coach now. We'll bandage his wound and put him into the coach, Tonto. I'll drive the governor's guest to Austin. You ride with us and lead Silver. Ah. Be glad to see Governor Jam. And I'm happier than words can tell that we've met you and the Lone Ranger, Tonto. Outlaws began to attack the coach some distance back. Our escort of troopers stopped to ward them off while we came on at top speed. Evidently, others were waiting ahead of us in anticipation of just such a move. The troopers are still fighting back there. They'll follow later. Well, if it hadn't been for you two men... Then you think those outlaws knew you were in this coach, Governor, and planned this attack beforehand? I'm sure they knew Monsieur Lamont is in this coach, sir. I'm also sure they're not ordinary outlaws. But hired cutthroats sent out to intercept the emissary prevent him from reaching his destination. And I suggest we leave at once for Austin. When we reach your mansion, we'll get the details. It's better that we go before they gather forces and try again. I'll take the reins now. After Tonto helped the driver into the coach, the Lone Ranger started the vehicle toward Austin. Get up there! Those two hombres are dynamite. Ah, I have 
Sheriff of the Lone Ranger? Yeah, well, let me tell you something. With them in the picture, it's going to be tough for you to get to that emissary. Don't right? go right in. We must get to him before Emperor Maximilian's detachment of guards meet him. He is certain to carry a sealed dispatch from Napoleon III to the Emperor stating France's intentions. Well, how are you planning to do it? Those of you who are still able to ride will watch at the edge of town for the departure of the emissary's coach from Austin. Yeah. I will go ahead and wave Laredo to my hidden camp, where a squad of anti-imperialist Mexican soldiers are waiting. Send word to me there where the emissary will wait for the imperial guards. We'll do the rest. All right.
kindly host smiled as he spoke to the masked man and Indian. Senores, I have heard much of your exploits in the States. I am most delighted to have you as my guest. Thank you, Senor Montez. It is kind of you to give protection to Napoleon's emissary. Our emperor will be pleased. I have done so because our State Department promised safe conduct across the United States for Monsieur Lamont. We in America don't want to interfere in the politics of your country, senor. Of course, I understand. The imperial escort should arrive here sometime during the night. We'll stay until the escort arrives. With your permission, senor. Oh, I shall be relieved and delighted, senor. Do you think those outlaws found out that we came here on horseback, monsieur? It's possible. We'll keep watch as a precaution. Mm, that good idea, Kim Sabi. We go now in the patio. A short time later, Tonto returned and drew the Lone Ranger aside. Oh, what is it, Tonto? Me see fella sneaking back through trees. Then he mount right way. Oh, they found out we're here. Ah, that's what me think. If many gunmen come, it not be good. Sooner be dark and them able to sneak the house. We couldn't hold them off long. We must see to it that the emissary is protected until he turned over to the Emperor's guards. Ah. I have an idea. Those men want the emissary. The man who might be spying saw you and me right away toward the States. He wouldn't try to interfere. But if we leave... I'll change clothes with the Frenchman. Then wearing my mask and riding silver, he'll go with you to Fort McIntosh, a few miles up the other side of the Rio Grande. And then what we do? The governor gave me a note in case we needed the help of troopers on the way here. With that and the emissary's credentials, you'll be readily received. I'll ask the commandant to send the emissary back here with troops. And that way, you'll be safe. They'll guard him here until the emperor's soldiers arrive. That's plenty good idea. But if gunmen move in while we're gone, you'll be in heap danger. I'll handle that when it happens. Come on, we'll tell the others of our plan and have you start across the border to the fort. Dusk had fallen when Pete, who had again gone to spy on the hacienda, returned to the captain's camp outside of town and reported that the masked man and Indian had left. Later at the hacienda, the lone ranger with his features disguised and wearing the clothes formerly worn by the emissary was talking to Senor Montez. Now, if men come here looking for the emissary, I'll try to bluff them into thinking I'm just an ordinary guest of yours, Senor Montez. You're taking a great risk, Senor. They may know the emissary reached here, and if they saw the two riders leaving a while ago, they may think you are the Frenchman. Maybe so. The men behind those attacks are clever, Senor. General Juarez would send one of his best men to command such a mission. This may be the trouble we've expected. All right, open the door. I'll have my guns ready. Step aside, senor. We have come to see your guests. Oh, wait. Those guns are useless. My soldiers are at the windows with rifles. Drop them, my friend. So, you are the emissary from Napoleon III, no? No. If you deny it, we shoot your host. Grab it. Anger got the better of him. Voila, do this! No! And this! No! And this! We! Oui. 
Well, keep him covered. Hold your hands high, mister. Put him up. Voila. You men, get up. Search him. We shall hold the guns red. The Lone Ranger submitted to the search, which produced nothing. He realized he had to pretend to be the emissary to protect Senor Montez and hoped he might prolong matters until Tonto and the troops arrived. The Mexican captain was fast becoming angry. Come We have found nothing. Make him talk, Captain. Make him tell what he has to say to Maximilian. See, we shall force him to talk. Speak up, Senor Emissary. What message do you bring? I have nothing to say. Ah, time to adjourn. Let me search the entire hacienda for the dispatch he must have carried. After trying the Lone Ranger, considerable time was spent by the soldiers as they made a thorough search of the many rooms, but without success. Finally, the captain spoke again. Wait, we have found nothing. Absolutely not. I told you to force him to talk, Captain. He must have memorized the message for the Emperor. I say beat him till he does tell you. Uh, that is not so good. If he is beaten into insensibility... Well, a might... little slapping around might help. He can't be so brave as he makes out to be. Uh, I shall try. Tell us the message. No. Where's the dispatch? You... <laughs>
first shot rang out. The masked man knew that walk or run, he had no chance in spite of what the captain had said. He was determined not to act the coward in front of the leering soldiers. The second shot sounded, with perspiration beating his forehead. The Lone Ranger moved on. He instinctively braced himself for the volley which he expected to follow. Then... The Lone Ranger flung himself to the ground as many shots were heard. Then he realized the shots had come from a different direction. Yes, Tonto. Thank heaven you got here. Give me a gun. Uh, yeah. Hey, come on. Uh. Old Ranger and Tonto gave their attention to helping in the fight. The American troopers had taken the captain and his men completely by surprise. Before long, a bugle call indicated that the battle was successfully ended. As the Mexican renegades and the gunmen helping them threw down their guns, the Emperor's Imperial Guards appeared. The Emissary's Imperial Escort has arrived. We'll go inside, Tonto. The troopers will handle this now. Later, inside the hacienda, Senor Montez spoke with feeling to the Lone Ranger. Senor, you are magnificent. You saved not only the honor of the Emperor Maximilian, but also of the French emissary. We, oui, I am much in your debt, monsieur. So frankly, I felt the honor of the United States was at stake. The promise made to safely deliver you, Monsieur Lamont, to Maximilian's escort had to be upheld. I hope your journey from here to Mexico City is a pleasant one. Thank you, monsieur. The Imperial Guards have taken the Capitan and his men into custody. The American troopers are taking back the American gunmen. Here are your guns, senor. Very good, and thank you, sir. Tonto, I'll return to the United States now. Someday, senor, we'll meet you again, and you too, Monsieur Lamont. Adios. Hasta la vista. Adios, monsieur. Monsieur Montez, that man, he is such as I have never met before. Who is he? One whom both Maximilian and your Emperor Napoleon III would no doubt desire to have in their service, senor emissary. But his loyalty is all for his own country. Yes, he is one great Americano, who is known across the border as the Lone Ranger. She's Skip Rock Champ of the neighborhood. She's so quick because she knows she's got gold power from Cheerios. Yes, she's got gold power. There she goes. She's feeling her Cheerios. 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 Say, you ought to try Cheerios, the delicious food with gold power. Cheerios, the oat cereal that needs no cooking. Add milk, and you've got just the breakfast to start a healthy, happy day. It's real muscle-building food. Every spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. They help give you healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones and muscles. So eat Cheerios. People will say... She's feeling her Cheerios. Ranger, 
Lone Ranger Incorporated is created by George W. Trendle. Produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. Directed by Charles D. Livingston. And edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Foy.